what? You have a podcast? Really? Computer. Show the historical documents. We do have national security concerns, uh, at least from the FBI's end, uh, about TikTok. They uh, include the possibility that the Chinese government could use it to control data collection on millions of users or control the recommendation algorithm, uh, which could be used for influence operations if they so chose. I expect today you'll say anything to avoid this outcome. Like you are 100% responsible for what TikTok does. That you suddenly endorse a national data privacy standard. That Project Texas is more than a marketing scheme. That TikTok doesn't harm our innocent children. Or that your ties to the Chinese Communist Party through ByteDance is just a myth. We aren't buying it. I have zero confidence in your assertion that ByteDance and TikTok are not beholden to the CCP. Now, today we intend to bring more transparency to TikTok, which is controlled by its Beijing Communist-based parent company, ByteDance. And while TikTok videos provide a new fun way for people to express their creativity and enjoy the videos of others, the platform also threatens the health, privacy, and security of the American people. And I'm not convinced that the benefits outweigh the risks that it poses to Americans in its present form. Your platform should be banned. Your platform should be banned. Your platform should be banned. Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery from Politics Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Frame, and today is Friday, March 24th, 2023. First off, I would like to say hello, YouTubers. Today is the first episode we are actually recording with the knowledge that this will actually end up on YouTube. Everything before now was just for regular old podcast stuff, but turns out YouTube will allow podcasts too. We just have to do the very boring thing of only putting up one thing because I am not ready. I don't have a set or soundstage, and personally, I don't think you guys want to see my ugly mug every day, but hello anyway, and hopefully this is, uh, this is good news, right? We're expanding. Yay! So today I want to talk about the wonderful trial that was basically on. You can call it a hearing all you want, but honestly, it was a show trial. And yes, that is a, a play on words because the guy who was involved in this was named Sho. Sho Chu from, you know, the company TikTok. Yesterday there was this hearing and it was just completely laughable. The opening statements, which is all I played at the beginning here in the opening montage, was just the opening statements. That's before any questions were asked or answered. That's how they started. Uh, the woman you hear is Kathy McMorris Rogers. She is a Washington House representative, mostly Eastern Washington, basically the entire East Washington. Spokane, everything over there. It's uh, Washington's fifth district. Uh, very sparse, very rural, extremely Republican. And uh, she didn't do anybody any favors. Uh, I mean, okay, so for me, there are only two purposes to hold a hearing. If you've listened before, you've heard me say this. One is fact-finding, which they had no interest in doing. Because as you heard, Kathy McMorris Rogers basically said, you can say whatever you want, I'm not going to believe you, and I think your company should be banned. Which right there shuts down any kind of fact-finding, right? So this guy... Chu could have come in and said everything correctly, which I honestly think he did. I don't think the guy did anything wrong. And, and, and don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I am not defending social media companies here, but I do hate the artistry and pageantry of 
Congress, especially this particular Congress, because that's all they've got. They don't really have any legislative agenda. It's all pageantry. It's all theater. And it drives me crazy because it doesn't really solve anything, right? And so the purpose of this was not fact-finding because they had no interest in his answers. Even when he gave him answers and said, no, really, China has nothing to do with this. This is a private company. All the data is stored on American servers in Texas. They basically called him a liar to his face and is like, we don't believe you. And this Texas project, one of the congresswomen was basically like, you need to stop calling it a Texas project because we don't want you to use our name. And it's like, are you serious right now? Really? It's called Texas Project because all the equipment, all the servers and all the data that you guys are worried about is in Texas. Like, seriously. And, you know, the second thing that a hearing wants to do is to propose legislation, which they've already let it out. They want to ban TikTok. They don't really want to do anything else about other social media companies. And I wish I could say that the Democrats were better at this, but really they, they kind of piled on too. Uh, you heard uh, Frank Pallone, who is a Democrat from New Jersey, his opening statement remarks basically mirroring everything Rogers said, and that's essentially how the entire thing went. TikTok didn't have anyone there advocating in their favor nor interested in their answers, which bothers me because that proves that the CEO was basically dragged in front of Congress for five and a half hours to just be a punching bag. And quite frankly, I understand his point of view. He is the CEO of a company that is traded on Wall Street. If he goes there and basically gives Congress the bird and tells them to go to hell, his stock would plunge. But honestly, I kind of wanted him to do that because they were very rude to him regardless with no evidence. I would like to point that out. At the beginning, you heard Christopher Ray, FBI director, and he used a lot of words like could, maybe, we don't know. Like, that's the whole par problem with this. There is no evidence whatsoever that has been presented to the American people that says that TikTok is actually influencing the country or doing anything differently than any American company, right? There's none, no evidence of it. Here it is, Washington Post yesterday, while, quote, while he pledged to safely steward the data of American users and shield TikTok from foreign manipulation, lawmakers from both parties criticized TikTok without evidence as a tool of China's communist government, unquote. So right there, you've got that. Then on Mashable, you know, it goes ahead and it says that they're reporting that there was this breach, right? And that this was brought up during the hearings was that TikTok was basically spying on journalists. Okay, that's not what happened. First off, TikTok is the one who alerted everybody that this happened. They said four, a grand total of four employees, went and kept tabs on two journalists. Just two. All of it. All four of them were fired. That was it. And again, TikTok is the one who announced this. Like, in their whole, like, we want to be transparency... Uh, you know, we want to be transparent about this. They went ahead and fired these people and then let everyone know, you know, it's crazy. And again, Forbes even reported quote, but that said allegations of data exfiltration and spying are technical. They are binary. They can be proven one way or the other. 
and this is where the rhetoric meets a reality test. For all the talk, there is no solid proof that TikTok sends any data to China. There is no solid proof that any information is pulled from users' devices over and above the prying data grabs typical of all social media platforms, unquote. You have to understand, I am not in favor of social media companies. I think they're the devil. Honestly, if I could, I'd ban them all. But for Pete's sake, if you're going to drag somebody in front of Congress and be all kinds of pissy and angry with them and not care about their answers, could you at least have some evidence to back it up? Like, again, I love it when Katie Porter goes off on Jamie Dimon, who's the CEO of Chase Bank, when Chase has done something, you know, improper. That's great, but usually there are articles upon articles of all the bad faith things that he has done as CEO of that company that, like, causes that to happen. There's nothing like that for TikTok. This is all could. The FBI director says we're very worried because TikTok is owned by China. Not true, but TikTok is owned by China and they could do this and they could do that. And what are they basing that on? The fact that Facebook already does it. Facebook's algorithm loves hate because hate keeps you on their website. So they purposefully change the algorithm to make sure that the stuff that pisses you off the most is the first thing you see when you open Facebook. That is intentional. That is known. There's no evidence that TikTok does that. Yet, that's what the FBI is worried about. They could do that. China could do that. And it's like, okay, they could, but have they? Like, seriously, have they? Do you have any evidence that that has happened? Where's your smoking gun? Do you have a witness? Do you have anything? No, you just dragged the CEO up here and kicked his butt for five and a half hours. And that is not correct. Honestly, CEO Chu should have either refused to speak or just insult Congress over and over, faced with such bias. He chose to be professional. Obviously, he's got shareholders and stocks and everything else. Um, so... This, this bugs me so much because it's so dumb and this is not the problem we're really having, right? TikTok is an easy target though. You know, why TikTok? One, China, communism, communism, communism. You heard that constantly. It was never China, just China, which is shorthand and we all know what it is. Congressmen and women were very careful yesterday to always call it the Chinese Communist Party, which is technically correct. But that's like dragging an American CEO there and saying, the Republican Americans are doing this. Like, it's, it's very strange. You don't have to remind everybody who's running the country. You can just say China and everyone gets it. But they're clearly stating their words in such a way because this was all about going on to Fox News or whatever you know, site they wanted in the case of the Democrats. Uh, they, they also got to play their thing on MSNBC and CNN or everywhere else. So, you know, language matters, but it was very important to them that they always put up the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese Communist Party. It was nuts. Uh, furthermore, they, they, they kept saying that Chinese, Chinese Communist Party was silencing TikTok on Uyghurs or Tiananmen Square. Those two were specifically brought up by Kathy McMorris Rogers. Hating content is a way of promoting and moderating content. In your current or previous positions within Chinese companies, have employees engaged in heating content for users outside of China? Very quickly, yes or no. Our heating process is uh, approved by our local teams so in the various countries. The answer is yes. Thank you. 
Have any moderation tools been used to remove content on TikTok associated with the Uyghur genocide? Yes or no? We do not remove uh, that kind of content. TikTok is a place of freedom of expression and challenges, like I said. If you use our app, you can go on it and you will see a lot of users around the world Thank expressing you. content in, on that topic and many others. Thank you. What about the massacre in Tiananmen Square, yes or no? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. Uh, the massacre in Tiananmen Square. That kind of content is available on our platform. You can go and search it. I will remind you that making false or misleading statements to Congress is a federal crime. I understand. Uh, again, you okay, can go on our platform, you, you will find question. that content. Okay, thank you. So for kicks, me, being a 42-year-old man, just signed up for TikTok yesterday after I heard that exchange, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what. So me, with a brand new account created yesterday, I went on and the first thing I did was I looked up Uyghur genocide. Guess what? Tons of stuff popped up. And not all of it was Chinese propaganda. In fact, the vast majority of it was like, holy crap, can you believe what Chinese Communist Party is doing over to the Uyghurs? Like, they're killing them. They're re-educating them. They're, trans they're, they're, they're transferring children away from their families. Like, everything bad you want to know about it, I found on TikTok yesterday. I then went in and did Tiananmen Square Massacre. Guess what? That also was everywhere. So I really had a hard time with Rogers basically following up her questions with, you know that lying to Congress is a felony, right? And it's like, honestly, his answer should have been, you know what, let me pull out my phone. Here, look, I just looked it all up, it's right there. Because it was, it was, it was such a verifiable thing. Like there's, you don't have to lie about this. I, anybody with TikTok yesterday, and congratulations Congress, you didn't want more Americans on it, Guess what? I'm now on the damn thing. I don't like it personally. I, I don't like videos. I like to read. But that's just me. Um, so that's one reason that they're after it. Communism, communism, communism. China, China, China. And they're all worried about free speech. Yeah, right. Um, but another reason they're after TikTok is because of its demographics. The majority of Americans who use TikTok are young. They're under 30. And Congress is filled with old people, over 60, and they hate young people. One, young people are unpredictable. You just don't know. They don't vote. When they do vote, they tend to change things, and nobody can predict how they're going. Two, the youth of this country scare the crap out of the elderly, because right now the youths of this country are in favor, or at least not scared of socialism the way the boomers are, right? The boomer generation was born and raised on, oh my God, fear communism as much as possible. Nobody else does that. Like, like every generation after them is like, you know, I, I just don't see why we're so scared of these people. I don't see why we're scared of it. Like, we're all smart enough to be here and be like, aren't the cops technically socialists, right? They have unions. They have government jobs with very good health care and everything else. And I've long argued that the United States military is the single largest socialist entity in the world. Okay? We all get guaranteed paychecks twice a month. You know what you make. You know what your friends make. You know what your coworkers make. You know what your captain makes. Okay? All the way through from E1 to E12 and all the officers in between. Like, it, you know what everybody's making. It's, it's plastered for all to see. There's no question, no bias, no nothing. Your healthcare is free for you and your family. It's completely and totally covered. Even over-the-counter stuff, you could just go to any TTF facility 
and uh, TRICARE. You can go to any TRICARE facility in the military and be like, I need Tylenol. And they'll just give it to you. Okay, you don't even have to pay for over-the-counter stuff. You want NyQuil, they will give it to you. You got, you need something for a cold, here. Like, you don't have to pay anything, right? You also have housing, you have food, you have everything else. And the younger generations, everybody my age and younger, can sit there and be like, you know, socialism doesn't seem like the evil giant you guys are all worried about. What the heck? And that scares the crap out of them. And that's one of the reasons they want to get rid of TikTok. TikTok is adjacently associated with communism which is socialist and the younger generation is also associated with socialist so they're worried that there's this huge socialist bubble coming into the future and that's something that they need to stamp out very quickly young people are more likely also to be activists okay most of the time when you see people protesting or marching in the streets they are significantly younger than the people watching on tv okay and also there is this point that younger people tend to vote anti-fascist right the last couple of elections have been decided by the youth vote and even people who have been very you know tuned in to demographics and who votes on what have paid attention and noticed hey the youth vote has actually turned out in the last three elections when they never have before usually the youth vote is one of those things is like mtv to have rock the vote and everything else and everybody'd pour a lot of research and time and energy into it and then nothing would happen, right? Maybe you'd get an extra 2% of the youth vote actually show up. But ever since 2016, all of a sudden, the youth vote really cares. And also, they seem to be pretty anti-fascist, right? They do not like the Republican Party at all. Now, I can't blame them. But if you're a Republican, you have two choices. You can either try to make your brand a little more, you know, okay with the younger group. Or... You can silence them. You can shut them down. And obviously, they have chosen the second option. Okay? Now, my huge problem with the entire hearing yesterday was that they were picking on one company when they're not at fault. The entire industry of social media is the devil. I am dead serious about that. It is a bad thing that it, it exists. Because its current business model is based on collecting data selling data profit they don't charge you for anything you have to remember anytime you get a service for free you are what they're selling okay so their entire business model is based on collection of data and selling data so to go to tiktok and tell them how dare you collect data and sell it or manipulate it it's like that's what all social media companies do like honestly if you're gonna go after tiktok Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk should have been sitting side by side with him right there. And they should have gone after all the CEOs of all these companies and been like, what the heck are you guys doing? You are what is for sale on social media. The only thing I go on social media for is, quite frankly, to promote this site most of the time and to chat about Star Trek with some friends. Generally, I try really hard to stay away from it as much as possible because it has a negative influence. This has been studied. It messes with your ability to concentrate and to focus throughout the day. Again, Stolen Focus is an excellent book I highly recommend for everybody, especially if you've got kids and you're worried about them. Because social media has the potential to mimic or create the symptoms of ADHD. Your kid may not have ADHD. They may just be addicted to social media. And because the nature of social media is 
you know, clicking on something new every few seconds, it kind of wires the brain in such a way as to expect something new every few seconds. This was also experienced and noticed with television. When kids first started watching cartoons, they noticed that kids' attention only seemed to last about 10 to 15 minutes. And they're like, hmm, I wonder why. Well, that's because 10 to 15 minutes coincided with the commercial break on your television set. So kids who watched a lot of TV would lose interest with things after about 10 to 15 minutes because they spent so much time watching television that they were just conditioned to, oh, now's the time to take a break. Well, that's fine when you're at home watching television, but when you're in a classroom for an hour or longer and you just have to sit there, after about 10 or 15 minutes, the teacher's got to get really interesting or he's about to lose the entire class. So it is a real phenomenon, and I do worry that some kids are being, you know, diagnosed as ADHD when they're really not. Again, uh, I'm not a doctor or anything, but it is something I think we should be concerned about and pay attention to. And obviously, less screen time for everybody is a plus. I think that's definite. But again, the huge issue I have with social media is their entire business model. And I'm sorry, the easy fix for this is not to ban TikTok or Facebook or any individual social media company. The easy fix is to ban all data collection and sale, period. Zero carve-outs for user agreements. No exceptions because everybody clicks I agree at the bottom of the page. No exceptions. Your Facebook account is not allowed to collect or sell your data, period. And that has to be mandated that under no circumstances, even with the consumer's permission, because again, a lot of people just go to head, they click the button, and then they know, you know, all of us do it. All of us do. And society is filled with situations where nobody reads the fine print and then they're taken advantage of. It happens too often. Companies would find loopholes to get people to sign up and give away their rights without knowing it. This happens all the time. There's no recourse for it because contracts rule the courts. And again, if you haven't been paying attention, thanks to Mitch McConnell, the courts are not where citizens go to win against corporations. That's where you go to have your spirit crushed. So in my opinion, you can have privacy and algorithms that actually promote the well-being of society, or you can have free social media, but you can't have both. I just do not see any way you can have both. So I think all of us need to accept that. Either you want it for free and you are okay with society being manipulated at the whims of whatever generates profit for billionaires or you're not. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll be back on uh, next week. Might have a Saturday episode. You never know. Depends on what happens today. It is Friday, and any day now, we're expecting news about a certain orange man in trouble. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thanks for making it to the end of the show. It means a lot to me. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Tribal, Post, and most podcast platforms. This whole thing is a one-man show with zero monetization. I use free software and only publicly available records. It only grows through word of mouth from fans like you. Thanks again, have a great day, and remember to always be kind.